think uh, <laughs> it's really why I do the song at the beginning. It's just a sound, like a sound check to make sure that you can hear me and the music and whatever. It's all about the same level. Yeah, it's yeah, good I, I got to bring down the uh, Podbean level here a little. How's that there? Do we sound, am I sounding good? Uh, not too loud? Uh, you always sound good, Frank. Oh, you know, Don't I ever just, sell yourself short. Hey, man, you know, I'm trying to adapt at the times, bring on some new equipment, so we'll see how it works. But, uh, <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> um, uh, while, we were, while I was killing time, I, was, I, I got in the middle of filling this form out, so I'm just trying to do this real quick. Oh, are we, uh, should we just cancel the show? Come at you another time? Yeah, I think so. Nah, I'm good. We're done. Oh, man. So how uh, how's the Chicago today on a Sunday? Oh, yeah. Man, fucking sausage. Actually, today was the cup of coal. That's the best one, man. The uh, they stuff. brought out the giant dick. <laughs> it's, a very, it's a phallic-looking uh, object, no doubt. <laughs> Dad was trying to teach Uncle God for the 54th year in a row. Wow, he's almost got it, I can imagine. I hope, maybe. On the, on the cusp. On the cusp <laughs> of understanding. Oh, Halfway man. through, he was telling me about his problems with the garage door, so I, I don't think he was really retaining. <laughs> he was retaining the information, the problem. Sausage Sunday, dude. It's good stuff. Tradition. Oh, it's like the next four Sundays, dude. Fuck, the next like four or five weekends. I saw the schedule. It's pretty crazy and uh the whole gang is out there in february that sounds sounds like it'll be a good time yeah it'll be all right <laughs> just all right man <laughs> pretty fun yeah all right well it's nice that they started early and got out of the way and now uh we're, you know we're able to get our show I on guess, i guess we gotta start doing uh pepperoni now man there's a pepperoni shortage wow so you can't get eggs or pepperoni what's going on yeah, here? I don't know. I guess the pepperoni is too expensive. People stop buying it. No. Man. You know, the thing is, pizza places these days putting on too much pepperoni. Yeah, too, you're, that's a good call. Yeah, too much. A little goes a long way with the pepperoni. Yeah, it man. Then slice it. Come on now. And once again, I don't, ha- I, like, it's this obsession with the toppings on top of the cheese, but it under the cheese. Less pepperoni under the cheese. Maybe we won't have such a terrible you know, shortage going on. Although we do have the yeah, egg. And your pizza won't be so soggy. <laughs> That's right, dude. And we have the egg uh, shortage happening. And I've been reading that it's about uh, the, the bird flu. Oh, here we go. No? Nothing? No. Oh, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't have a that. clip. No, I wasn't going to. Oh, I thought you had a clip. <laughs> Wait for the clip. No, that's so funny. No, I got nothing on the bird flu. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> dude, no, no. Was, that was like the one story this week she brought to my attention. Really? She's yeah, a- did you hear about the, the bird flu? And then she even went to the store to buy eggs, and they were on sale. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, eggs are like $11 a carton now. Like, gold, man. It's crazy. No, they're not. She bought them for like two ninety nine. Okay, so the news is just jerking my chain, as oh, per usual. Yeah. yeah, all right. I think they just needed you to go to the store and buy eggs. See, this has been our theory long running on the show here for a while now, which is the news of shortage or what have you has to do with getting people to buy the overstock. Yeah. You know, I watched this. uh, This guy was talking about chickens. It's really crazy. They just came about. But uh, (laughs) he was talking about in these like really poor places, some of these really poor, like really dirty places where they like, the, the dump is literally just on the outskirt of the town. 
Are we talking America or like third world uh, country? Like Detroit. Detroit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Southside Chicago, you know, third world. Third world, Real yeah. Third world, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, he was saying that uh, in some of these places, what they started doing is just offering free chickens. Oh, cool, man. All right. And, what, and it, did, it, did, it did two things. It not only provided free eggs for these people, Hell yeah. but the chickens were eating the garbage. Because chickens, they eat everything. Nice, man. Good stuff. And so, and so it started shrinking the size of the landfills. And it was providing these people with food. So it's like, and then what you start to see is like diseases start to go down. You know, the chicken, the more chickens you have, they eat bugs. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. It was really quite amazing. I mean, I'm not doing it justice because I'm just a drunken, dumb plumber, but <laughs> he's really talking about how, like, he was saying if you give, I think it was like three chickens per family. All and right, the beauty yeah. is they don't have to all, like, it's not every family has to have three chickens, but you got one guy in the block that loves having chickens. Oh, he's yeah. Got, you know, He's got a dozen that covers four houses. And you do have to watch out for the other guy in the block who loves fried chicken. Just keep, keep an eye out for that fella. He's coming. <laughs> Look out. He's got that oil boiled up and ready to go. I assume we don't <laughs> let those types in these neighborhoods, Frank, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Uh, I was hearing that when you do get a chicken coop, you got to be really secure with it because um, you're almost guaranteed to get outside predators, animals mostly. Oh, yeah, yeah so coyotes. And uh, I will say I have a neighbor with a chicken coop. They were just out yesterday and today. Uh, it was very nice out, and they were roaming. You could hear them clucking around. I let my cats out in the yard, and they always go right to the fence trying to you know, swipe at them and stuff through the holes in the wood. Uh, but... Uh, they did inform me, it was about a few weeks ago, we had a fox roaming around, and they lost a chicken. Oh, uh, the fox got him. He huh? got one, yeah, definitely. He he jumped the fence and uh, snagged They're one, clever. And, and he jumped right out with the chicken, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Hell yeah. What? You know, That's he nature. earned it, right? The fox earned I the chicken. Mean... You can't, like, fault the fox. He's just out there surviving. I promise you, if you see him in nature, you can spot which fox it is. It's the one with the giant balls. <laughs> no, we all know the fox. I've seen him. He's beautiful. He's, um, like, golden red is the best way I could describe it. Really just, um, just a, like, an eye-catching red. And uh, he's always darting across the street at, like, 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning. Yeah. So, uh... On our block, you can see him and or from time to time some coyotes uh, just, you know, they're funny. They walk on the sidewalk. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you think as an animal you would peruse any which way, but no, they, they follow the pedestrian why, rules. Why, why walk the hard way, dude? <laughs> These fucking fools laid out a path for you. <laughs> That's right, dude. Yeah, dude, they're working on uh, this, like, one section of Lakeshore Drive. Oh, yeah. And I was down there at about five, it was like five in the morning going to work and everybody was just stopped at this intersection because like the way they had everything blocked off with construction. Right on. With, with, with like the, the orange uh, barrier, you know? Oh, yeah. Th there was this coyote just running around this intersection, didn't know where to go. Oh, man. Downtown Chicago? That's a bad Downtown spot. Chicago, <laughs> man. Well, like the south side of, you know, you're like. Yeah, hey, I got gotcha. you. South Shore. I'd call it South Shore. We're not talking a lot of wildlife and nature around, right? So how'd this guy get there? 
Oh no, there's a lot of wildlife there. Really? Did you hear about like the reclamation projects? Are they just uh, <laughs> bringing lions and tigers and all sorts of uh, creatures? You know? <laughs> yeah. They want Chicago to look more and more like that movie with Will Smith, uh, I Am Legend. You know, oh, uh, we're yeah. heading there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's overgrown and destroyed. <laughs> you just got wild animals roaming. Yeah, no joke. They said it's like an ecological issue and that it, it like uh, I don't think they want to admit that it costs too much to make because Chicago is literally built on a swamp. So it's, it's like constantly you have to maintain these areas. Right. And a lot yeah. of these undesirable areas along the lakeshore on the south side, they're calling it like uh the natural barrier or whatever they're like letting the swampland come back wow like remember there used to be that <laughs> airfield yes yeah that's so, right so like that's Miggs completely field? gone that Miggs? It, it, what's up Migs airway or Migs field wasn't it yeah yeah that's right and it's uh now it's like dude it's like a nature preserve almost they're like letting the natural barrier come in they say it'll stop flooding or whatever this has consequences people I am telling you right now, there's an old yeah, saying. There, there's a reason we don't get eaten by big animals here in America, because we killed them all. One of the beautiful things about killing all the buffalo was all the big predators starved to death. Right? I guess, dude, this is, okay, let's just make the, let's bring in the wild. Let's do this. This is, this is going to be really nice in the end. I, I guarantee it. You people aren't ready for the wild. <laughs> no. Did you see that clip of Tim Dillon when he was talking to Joe Rogan? I did not, no. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> because Joe Rogan starts talking about how like great nature is. And, like he's like people watched Avatar and they like people were like depressed because they really wanted to live like that. Tim Dillon just is like, fuck that. You go out there, you're gonna get by a one bug. <laughs> <laughs> Like the way he put it, he's so right. Like everybody fantasizes about nature. Like, dude, you get out there, everything wants you to die so they can eat you. Yeah, exactly. That's, everything wants to live on behalf of your death. You're destined to be eaten. That's what's going to happen to you out in nature. Circle of life. Circle of life, Mike. Or you could have that food killed for you, brought to your house, and you could cook it on your electric stove. I do think it's funny that, like, absolute, utter Republican meltdown where they're like, you can take my gas stove or my cold, dead hands. Or this is AOC, Mike. Dude, I saw this video. <laughs> what is wrong with her eyes? Oh, she's gone bye-bye now. She's in La La Land. <laughs> did you, did you, dude, look at her eyes. She's, she's like, booster, zooming in and out of her face. Like, <laughs> Say goodbye to AOC. She's AO checks. Okay, she's crossed the bridge. She's gone. Ayo checked out is what her name is, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that bitch is gone. How dare you talk about gas stoves? You have a gas stove. First of all, first of all, I rent, period. Second of all, though, <laughs> because by that logic, these are the same people who would have said we should have never gotten rid of leaded gasoline. Just because someone may have driven a gasoline car Science evolves and gives us new knowledge with time. Oh, she's a student of uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, I imagine. I was... <laughs> Neil deGrasse? <laughs> Neil deGrasse. Uh... Neil de no gas. <laughs> 
Yeah, what the fuck is this gas stove debate? I don't oh. get this. Oh man, this is a total nothing burger meant to completely distract all of us. I, I read uh, one thing where they were like, the there's gas leaks into your house. And I just, again, again, what third world country are you people living in? Dude, the, the gas companies are constantly moder monitoring <laughs> how much gas is going into your house. And how much gas is coming out of you, apparently. And honestly... Dude, I used to work... I mean, when you're a service plumber, you get, you get calls all the time. People call you up and they're like, we didn't even know we had a gas leak. The company just came and turned off our gas. Right. And then now you have to find it. Yeah, man. Like, that's... That, you get, uh, if there's a gas leak, even if it's coming from the stove, man, they're gonna know. You're gonna know. We didn't, um, we didn't hit the clip from previous uh, episode, did we, on the gas stove situation, right? I don't no, believe I don't we did. So. Okay, I think I have a quick one here. What is Federal this? agencies full of hot air as we are. To address it's hard to get the to the health gas. problems linked to gas stoves. <laughs> right, here, Federal agencies considering taking action to address the health problems linked to gas stoves. And one option could be a nationwide ban. CBS 2's Carolyn Gussoff reports. So they're going to nationwide ban it, allegedly. But uh, I think the Biden administration came out and said, no, 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 we're not actually going to ban the stoves or what have you. I don't think you can. You would literally decimate a major industry. Oh, <laughs> Hank Hill would never have a job again. <laughs> Bobby. Uh, Poor so Bobby. <laughs> listen here, Bobby. <laughs> This is a, uh, and that's propane and propane accessories. And look, oh, it's not the same. Ah, it's the same shit. I'd say it's in the same arena. And taste the meat, not the heat. <laughs> What's so <laughs> funny about this bullshit is immediately flooding the internet were pictures of Jill Biden cooking over her gas stove and AOC cooking over her gas stove. Yeah, but she's a renter, Frank. That's right. Sorry, forgive me. <laughs> She's an idiot. <laughs> what does that even mean? There's no way you rent anything. What does that mean? If you really cared, then you would have your landlord shut off the gas to the stove at the valve that I know is behind the stove. And you'd be <laughs> cooking on a fucking electric plate, you dumb fucking cunt. Just like, uh... You said it. Absolutely. She's an idiot. You don't care. You don't care. No, you're a liar. You're a panderer. You're full of shit, and you were called out, so you decided to make some bizarre, stupid TikTok video where she she's really into this, and you know it's all the TikTokers, the they're all doing it where they uh they're filming themselves, and then they're they like zoom in multiple times in various directions on their face to prove a point. It's like um, that's so funny. Dude, we've been doing this podcast for over a year, we still haven't put our faces out there. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> I don't want to see anyone's like, face. Like, how obsessed are you people with yourself that you think everybody wants to see you and hear you? You know what I mean? Look, if you're not dating Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie, you're ugly. Get the fuck out of my face. I yeah. don't want to see oh. you. Yeah, just turn it off. Go on to the radio. Call. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> if I don't have, like, an inclination to masturbate to you, get the hell out of here. <laughs> why am I even wasting my energy looking at you? That's why I'll take the time to watch AOC, okay? She's, she's an alright chick. She's got the crazy eyes. I wouldn't mm. do it myself, but, you know. Those looks are fading fast. She better... <laughs> she better milk what she has now, because, man... The gas stove thing, they're claiming there are health uh, concerns. They can... Uh... It's gonna it, you know, hurt your kids. I, I know, I know, you know when you lost me? You, when I, you know when I know for sure it's bullshit? 
And it disproportionately seems to affect the minority community. Yeah, the I know. Black and brown <laughs> minority community. Yeah, okay, asshole. Everything affects them because they're fucking poor. <laughs> Every time you bring up equity, I roll my eyes and change the channel. Do you get it yet? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, I don't believe you. The second you say the word equity, I'm like, nope, no thanks. This isn't real news. This ah, is this propaganda. Is okay. Yeah, you're feeding me propaganda. You're pushing a narrative. You have some stupid fucking agenda. And by the way, this whole thing, I'm not a part of it. You're ex- purposely excluding me. So I don't want to listen to it. No thanks. Dude, can I uh, change the subject here and talk about some amazing propaganda that I cannot believe how good it worked? Please change away. I'm all in. You will not believe this one. Man. Oh, yeah. This is really good because this, this involves our family. All right. So you got to go back about six months. Oh, <laughs> going in time. Ron DeSantis passes a bill talking about he doesn't want sex education, gender talk, sexuality, all that. He doesn't want it taught in schools before seventh grade. That's right. right. This is during the don't say gay fiasco. I it got termed the don't say gay bill, right? Yeah, where's because Ron that, Perlman? Say Ron Perlman. Gay. Say. All right, keep dude. Going. Because of that, that bill single handedly was the reason our aunt oh, yeah. and both of our parents Uh-oh. hate Ron DeSantis. Death Santis. Death Santis. He's the worst. Oh, yeah. That was worse than what he did with COVID. He's a he attacked children. Oh my god. He attacked the homosexual community, Monster. and then he went after Disney. Who is this evil man? Is he, he must be Fauci's brother. What's next? He's torturing uh, Cocker Spaniels? He's almost Hitler! <laughs> and that's six months ago, right? Oh, that's right. Let's, yeah. Let's flash forward to January 1st, 2023. Forward a in new, time. A new bill takes, takes action. Because it got voted on, it passed, it got signed by the governor, and it took effect January 1st. They are now teaching sex ed gender identity and all of that in in public schools okay as as young as kindergarten wow where's this uh illinois or Florida? In illinois oh, yeah very progressive nice and our mom and dad when they heard about it that dude that's all he's been talking about for three weeks now he's like i can't believe this this is unbelievable they're talking to kindergartners about about gay and straight and he's like and, I, and then finally today i was like i like brought up i brought up the don't say gay bill <laughs> that's right and he just did not want to hear it that's wow. totally t- that's just totally <laughs> different oh even, no way really? doesn't even re- doesn't even remember it that's not how he remembers it there's nothing like that why am i even bringing that up no way dude and i'm like dude it's like the the, I, I can't get through to him that the reason they passed that law here in Illinois was a direct reaction. It was Pritzker's reaction to DeSantis. They literally the, called it the Ron Perlman bill. It's called Say Gay! Say! <laughs> they called it the Say Gay bill! Say Gay! Say! <laughs> that fucking Neanderthal moron. Ron but Perlman, dude, this, the, the, the propaganda machine, it is, that is unfucking believable you guys can't even put that two and two together there. We're like, what do you mean? You... And then, they, and then they, they right away, Ron DeSantis is different. He's an evil man. He, <laughs> He's all he, Trump all Trump he man. did was prevent this bullshit from coming to his state. <laughs> the right. thing you are now up in arms about. That's right, man. Absolutely. 
it, it sounds to me like he was a forward fucking thinker. He saw what was coming down the pipeline and he put a fucking end to it. Where you guys were sitting here with your fucking blinders on, like, oh, don't say gay. Say gay. <laughs> say we say gay in Illinois. Fucking we hired Lori Lightfoot. I'm obsessed with it. The, my favorite part about the entire don't say gay uh, mania was the Ron Perlman. <laughs> oh, that was the, that was the pinnacle of it. <laughs> he's such an idiot. What a buffoon. Uh, he's the face of that whole uh, idiocy in my book, and uh, this is great. This is great stuff. So, look, what you say to people now is, you don't like it? Well, you voted for it. You know what I literally said? I said, that's really funny. If you really don't like it, guess what? Now you got to move to Florida. <laughs> that's right. Because <laughs> he's like, what do you do if you have kids now? You don't want to send them to the school? I guess you got to move to Florida. Yes, exactly. Right? Which a lot because of you did. fucking ruined the state with your stupid fucking policies. You wanted three kids to feel comfortable, so you're ruining a whole generation of kids. I have this whole thing where I keep telling people, what's wrong with the millennials? What's wrong? These are... Our country is now being run by the people that should have been left behind. No child left behind. Well, now we have a bunch of fucking retards that couldn't pass calculus, and they're the ones trying to launch the ra- Artemis. You know? I mean, dude, we all did it. I took it. What, what was it? I forgot what class it was. I took it like four times until they finally just passed me with a D. I didn't know that's how school was. I uh, failed spectacularly in several areas, and then I did well in others. And they just others. kept moving you along. No, but they just I kept moving you along. Well, no, I, I failed English maybe... <laughs> every fucking year, and they just kept moving me along. He'll do better <laughs> next time. Uh, he couldn't write a three-page narrative this year. Don't, don't, don't worry. He'll be able to do that ten-page research paper next year, no problem. Like, it was yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Well. What was it better to hold people back? Who knows? Maybe yes! Maybe it was. Don't you remember, dude? I don't know about you, but for me, I remember now. So it happened, like, it happened in the early 2000s. So, like, in the 1990s, we were in elementary school, right? All right. And in elementary school, you'd get to second grade, and guess what? There was a kid who used to be in the second grade, and he got held back. <laughs> yeah, we've seen a few of them back in the day. There was a be- I was friends with a couple of them. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, they had they were mustaches. guys to know. They were yeah. bigger. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? You're always bigger, stronger. Always wanted them on your kickball team. But uh, then what happened is 2000s, George Bush, the no child left behind. You, know, you didn't see children getting... You literally did not see kids... You're right. And I, know, and, and I know that's yeah. not what it, what it really meant. Like, the no child left behind didn't mean, it really meant, like, we're not going to leave you behind and everything. But what it ended up doing was just lowering standards. And it, I, since then, we've just continued to lower them. I agree. And that's why people like uh, Chris Cuomo can succeed in life, right? And uh, it's exactly why other idiots like Neil deGrasse Tyson can succeed in life. And then, sure enough, at some nexus in the universe, these two fucking morons can collide and they can, uh, you know, literally have the stupidest interview I've ever heard in my entire life. Take so it away, morons. That people accused of being, <laughs> so there's a tweet, that people accused of being political when it was objectively true. 
Ready? It was, and by the way, this may have influenced the recent midterms. I simply said, mid-COVID. Neil deGrasse Tyson thinks his tweet influenced the midterms. Let's just keep that in mind. That's how powerful he is. That's how smart this man is. And wait till till you hear the tweet that he cannot believe people took us political. He can't believe people. This is the smartest man on the left. This is the smartest man on the left, right? That's the left spectrum. You got Rob Reiner's the dumbest. This is their smartest. Okay. Let's uh let's take it from the top. It's let's see let's see the top of this spectrum here. All right. So there's a tweet that people accused of being political when it was objectively true. Ready? It was and by the way, this may have influenced the recent midterms. I simply said mid COVID, Republican voters are currently dying at five times the rate of Democratic voters. Because of the great difference in vaccine hesitancy between these two groups. That's what wow, I said. Wow. Deal with it. People said, unfollow. I, I follow you not to be, have politics. I didn't. Since when are you getting political? The fact that people even viewed that as a political tweet and not a statement of facts. And I thought, naive that I was, that the Republicans say, you know, we should get more vaccines so we have more voters <laughs> for the midterms coming up. I, I thought this would be a call to action wow. for, for Republicans. But no, people <laughs> criticized it for being political. And the fact that a person would think of it that way deeply concerned me because they could not distinguish between an objective truth and something they thought had political leanings. Also, they're playing a game where saying you're being political Yo, Chris Cuomo, by the way, uh, real quick. This guy loves steroids, right? Like, oh, loves himself. He's freaking yeah, juiced to the max. This guy yeah. takes away the objective relevancy of what you said. I can just cast you as being a lefty, and it's over. The problem on global warming and change and what to do about. Whoa! How did he just? Wait, I thought we were talking about vaccines. <laughs> how did he just pull that? <laughs> what? Wait, wait, and listen, for those that haven't heard this, <laughs> I, I'm, this very popular interview here on this very popular podcast, uh, that's how the whole hour and a half goes. They're just going back and forth from vaccine to climate change and how, like, stu- stupid the right is. But, but dude, did you hear that DeGrasse Tyson? He can't believe people took... Listen, you could have said Republicans are dying at a five, five x rate from Democrats. That's a fact. That's something to think about. Right. And ended it there because that was the fact when you said because of vaccine hesitancy, that became a political opinion. Because really what ends up happening, if you look at the at the data. Republicans older than 65 are fucking vaccinated. Right. Absolutely. They were all in on warp speed and it was Trump's vaccine. Let us not forget. The biggest problem with that statistic is the disease killed old people, and old people are fucking Republicans. They're conservative. Good call. That is a right. uh, very uh, fantastic connection. Because I'm not, I'm a fuck. I'm a dumb plumber, and I could spend five <laughs> seconds on the internet and realize once you hit an age of like seventy, it's about a five to one ratio Republican to Democrat. Sure thing. So the fact Absolutely. that they're dying five to one. Is just more saying that's the fucking demographics, not necessarily. And that's the problem with you, Neil deGrasse. You literally spend, you have been on every fucking podcast imaginable since your stupid book came out, trying to convince the people on the difference between objective reality and opinion. 
you yourself can't even decipher objective objective reality. The objective reality is we don't know what's going to happen with this vaccine because it actually wasn't fucking tested, asshole. Yeah. So. Yes, it actually. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's coming out now that you are the idiot, Neil deGrasse Tyson. You're a part of the batch of morons who, look, maybe Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. You're too intelligent to be an idiot, but you're so intelligent that it's easy for you to be the fool. (laughs) And you have been proven to be a fool. You let your, your, you let your superior intellect blind you from, from reality. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yes, 100%. Look, I think a lot of very smart people went all in, not just on taking the vaccine, but promoting it and chastising anyone who, A, spoke out against it, or B, decided not to take it. Or both. Yeah, and he, he's still going on about it, how you should take it. Well, there's and it's, something... the fuck, it's your civic duty. <laughs> you listen to Neil. He, he doesn't sound like, uh, he doesn't sound confident. He doesn't sound like a guy who believes any more of the sh- bullshit he was peddling. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, he's realizing now, I was wrong and I took the poison. I think he's I think he's just a paid actor, dude, because I, I, mean, I got to tell you, I the one one of the reasons I wanted to listen to that Cuomo one. Right. Oh, yeah. Because I I've heard him on three different podcasts already. Right. Sure. It was Joe Rogan. Um, he's doing Theo, the rounds. He's everywhere. Yeah, But he did Joe Rogan, Theo Vaughn, and he did one more. And I can't, I can't remember which one it was. Oh, but yeah. he, he he literally, no matter what, he literally told the same exact stories on every single one. And I was like, well, maybe. We listened to this Cuomo one. Maybe he was kind of trying to play to the right. Let me see what he does with the left. He told the same exact stories. And I mean, the same exact stories. They were lined up, ready to go. He, the story of the physicist going to huh. Vegas yeah. is, in, is in every single podcast so he does. So are you then suggesting that he is merely reciting... Lines of a script he has memorized. Yes. Yeah, and... he memorized. He memorized. He he just he memorized stories. That's what you could just see it in him. He's a great. He's a good actor. Probably has a photographic memory and can yes. just absorb pages and pages of material. And then that's how he's able to get through college, get a master's degree, a doctorate. You know, sure, maybe even the CIA recruited him early on because of this fantastic memory, and he has the credentials and. They said, hey, we'll pay you a bunch of money to go on all these Joe Rogan-like shows and peddle our bullshit to uh, all the bros who don't believe our nonsense on the mainstream shows. Absolutely, because now, why are you even, why are you even writing books or anything? Why are you even talking about the vaccine, dude? We're not launching it to another planet. I am That obsessed. would be your area. Actually, even if we were launching <laughs> it within the solar system, that's still out of your realm of expertise. I'm absolutely when I want to launch into another galaxy. That's when we'll fucking call you. You know. You have to wonder if we take a step back and a moment to pause. Why on earth is this astrophysicist going on every goddamn podcast preaching about vaccine hesitancy, misinformation about the vaccines, conspiracy theorists? You're right on the money, Mike. Talk about space, dude. That's your fucking lane. Stay in it. Yeah, yeah, dude, seriously. 
If, yes. I, if I want to hear about virology, I'll go make fun of that jackass Tony Fauci. <laughs> All right? Yeah. No, absolutely. Tell me about some fucking comet that might kill us. Don't tell me about a vaccine or a virus. You don't know anything about this, Neil deGrasse Tyson. You're a supposed astrophysicist. Talk about space. Look up. Stop looking down. Oh, great call. Great fucking call. You look in the telescope, not the microscope, asshole. Yes. Stay in your lane and keep walking, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell me about taking a vaccine. You don't know anything about it. In fact, I feel sorry for you, Neil deGrasse Tyson, if you took it. I really do. I feel sorry for everyone who took it. Because right now, what's unfolding is shocking and disturbing. It's the worst I told you so in the history of I told you so's. Mike, here we go. We're jumping right into it. This is mainstream, baby. This morning, health officials are reassuring older Americans that the latest COVID-19 booster is safe. They say they conducted an extensive review after government data raised some concerns. ABC's Mona Kosar-Abdi joins us with more. Mona, good morning. Wed, good morning. The FDA and CDC are standing by the safety of Pfizer's updated booster after concerns about a possible safety risk. The agency launching an investigation after data from a vaccine monitoring system suggested a link between the booster and an increased risk of stroke in people over 65. The CDC says they acted quickly in assessing the concern, which was detected in late November. And after a review of safety databases, databases, the CDC found no other safety system have shown a similar signal. They also say multiple subsequent analysis have not validated this sign, concluding that it is very unlikely that the vaccine poses a true risk. The what? FDA and CDC will continue <laughs> to analyze data from those safety systems. You guys, no changes have been made to the COVID-19 guidance. Siva? All right. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Causing strokes. <laughs> I just don't remember any, any other thing that you guys had to convince us, so, like tried so hard to convince us it's safe. That's right. right. Oh, yeah. Pretty crazy stuff. I it's think, definitely causing strokes, huh? Well, I mean, I have another minute of this clip. We could go further down it if we want. I mean, it, it, they, they go into the stroke territory. <clears throat> Here's the thing. They can't admit that it's the vaccines, but they have to admit... It's kind of the vaccines. Oh, it's definitely the vaccines. They're in a bad spot. And uh, I'm going to toss one more out. I think you saw it. Did I send it to you, maybe, the BBC cardiologist? It was a long one. Yeah. But I uh, took a snippet out the middle, which I think is probably the most important. It's going to conclude my little point here. Uh, and why I think, once again, Neil deGrasse Tyson is on this weird spree. He... Uh, he's on a podcast binge and he's obsessed and he sounds nervous and not confident. And so we got now uh, Good Morning America telling us about strokes. Yes, they're happening, but don't be worried and get your boost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so furthering, furthering I my belief like, I love the math here. It's like, okay, we started giving everybody an experimental shot. A year later, we saw a huge rise in strokes. It's definitely not because of the shots. <laughs> Take more shots. Unreal stuff. Well, here's 
Uh, for anyone who didn't see this, there was a cardiologist on BBC. He was interviewed about the rise in mortality rates, excess mortality rates in <laughs> like, the I UK. Right there, man. I gotta say, yeah, it's, yeah, man, really, roll. it's really crazy because they're like, okay, just because there's more strokes, <laughs> that doesn't mean you should automatically assume without the data, without the research, don't just assume that it's the vaccines, right? But then you just played a clip of Neil deGrasse Tyson who not only assumed, but literally called it objective truth that Republicans were dying more because of vaccine hesitancy. Yes, absolutely. How is that not hypocritical? (laughs) You could jump to one conclusion if it's for the vaccine. Jump to it all you want without any data. But the negative, don't even... Not only that, I'm going to jump back from a clip really quick. I'm going to just hint, uh, hit a clip from episode uh, 147. Here we go. Uh, this is why the new stroke information is kind of scary and uh, for a lot of people. This morning, Haley Bieber is opening up about the mental health issues <laughs> she now faces following a mini stroke last March. Yeah, because people like Haley Bieber, who are perfectly healthy young adults, suffered mini strokes last year. After they got your fucking yeah. shot. And now here you're saying like, oopsies. Yeah, so maybe some people get strokes, but <laughs> get more shots. Come on, just get a booster. Come on, what's your problem? You want a cheeseburger? Come on, dummy. Come on, let's go sheep. Come on, have a donut. You want a lottery ticket? You fucking moron, take your shot. Dude, did you hear the uh, Damar Hamlin? How is Damar? I'm not up to date on my Damar news. So apparently he's doing good. I think he's doing good. Um, I think he's like back, and they say he's actually gonna have a full uh, recovery. Sure, yeah. I no long but, lasting damage after having a heart attack, though. No, but you know what's crazy is where the conversation has led. Do you know what the left? The, they don't even talk. They're not even suggesting vaccine. Do you know what this has become a, a discussion of? No. They've been bringing up stories from, like, 10 years ago about the kid that got hit with a hockey puck and had a heart attack. And, like, there was this girl that was playing basketball, had a heart attack, like, in 2014. And, and now they're doing a call for defibrillators at sporting events. Wow. And so that's what they're saying. So Damar Hamlin was actually a warning call. We need defibrillators. Okay, sure. They're normalizing the heart attacks. <laughs> Because they have to, because all these kids got the fucking boosters, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> That's Play, what I mean. Played right into so their now hands. you're calling for defibrillators. It's because everybody's <laughs> having heart attacks now. Wow. Hey, and look, we still haven't confirmed yet that... It, the COVID itself doesn't cause the inflamed heart or the uh, sure strokes. And I'm sure it does. Look, the vaccine, the virus, same fucking deal. But the problem is if you get the vaccine or the vaccine program, if you've welcomed it into your life, the whole thing, and you're on booster four, whatever it is that you're on at this point, then you get the COVID. That combination is what's killing people. That's the deadly cocktail. You're getting multi-inflammation of the heart. You're getting the uh, blood clotting, the stroke action in the brain. I mean, this is, it's kind of all coming together. Here we are, year three, man. Yeah, right? Starting to all make a lot of sense. I remember, I remember a man talking about it. Who was that guy? I'd say his name, but 
I don't want to get fined a billion dollars. <laughs> but yeah, let's go to that uh, car, uh, BBC. With the we BBC we could do Mr. Jones in the next, uh, maybe next app, maybe later in this one. Where are we at here? What's going on here? No, okay. no, no. I want to hear that BBC. You want to go cardiologist? Because we're on the topic, and I love it. Uh, not that I love it. Again, this is the worst I told you so. In the history of I told you so's, we just did strokes, okay, which we've been ranting and raving about since <clears throat> these shots hit the scene. So now let's go down the pathway, compliments of uh, our conversation about the young fella, Har- uh, Harden, um, Harlan, ha- Hamlin, Hamlin uh, from the Bills. So now we're going to do a on the BBC, this is a cardiologist talking about their uh, recent excess mortality rates in the UK. But what is almost certainly, and I, if you allow me to say this, Laquesta, what I, my own research has found, uh, and this is something that is probably a likely contributory factor, is that the COVID mRNA vaccines do carry a cardiovascular risk. And um, I've actually called for the suspension of this pending an inquiry because there's a lot of uncertainty at the moment about what's causing the excess deaths. Some of it will be ambulance delays. My own father, it was reported on BBC News in um, late 2021, uh, I was the first to actually highlight the ambulance delays because my own father suffered a cardiac arrest at home and the ambulance took 30 minutes. And when his post-mortem came out, he had very severe coronary artery disease, which is unexplainable. I then published in a peer-reviewed journal, they accepted my findings that the likely cause of his death was two doses of the Pfizer mRNA vaccine he had six months earlier. So can, can I, I just, think there's lots of... Yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, I just want to jump in on that point. So what you're saying in terms of the mRNA link to cardiovascular uh, risk, is that that yeah. is a proven... It's been proven medically, has it? Scientifically? Yeah, yes, Luquesa. So in medicine, you know, in any research that we do, it's very difficult to always be absolutely conclusive. So we mm. go on likely, and there are lots of data now um, the, the highest quality data is what we call randomized control trial evidence. So there was a reanalysis in the journal Vaccine published recently where they found that the original trials of Pfizer and Moderna with mRNA vaccines showed, and I just want to put this in absolute terms because we don't want to scare people unnecessarily, mm. but the absolute risk of serious adverse events was at least one in 800. Okay. Uh, and, and a lot of those are cardiovascular. And then it, wow. you were more likely in those trials to suffer a serious adverse event than to be hospitalized All with right. COVID early on. And I think the vaccine has certainly helped people who are high risk. But now we should be reassured that Omicron and what's circulating is really no worse than the flu. And this is really time to pause the vaccine rollout and to really okay. investigate this properly. OK. Um... Wow. <laughs> Somebody get this right wing extremist off the TV. <laughs> <clears throat> Man. I'm a kudos to the reporter or whatever uh, actor you know, she rolled with it and asked some, you know, more questions about it, essentially. And I, look, they the guy I, made some good points. I got to say, though, and, and here's what's killing me, though. Here's what's killing me, though. Like I just said, Neil deGrasse Tyson was so sure it was because of vaccine hesitancy. Right. This guy is simply saying, can we look at it? Yes. Right. Can we can we? Yeah, I. I I see. I think there's something we should look at, and that's what's scary is like the, the the certainty on one side, and then the fact that one side is just like, well, we should probably look at. It. And one <laughs> one in eight hundred, dude. You guys are trying. You guys rolled this out to hundreds of millions, billions, 
Billions. Man. Billions worldwide took this shit. It's in them. You can't take it out. It's in you. That's fucking crazy. And what's crazy is those of us who said, hey, look, I don't know what that is, and I'm going to wait. We weren't allowed to eat at McDonald's. I know. I know. We couldn't go in your restaurant. That's crazy. Yeah, it really is. We, we had to go find other jobs. I had to see- go find another job. And now look, are you happy with yourself? Are you proud of yourself? Did you get the tattoo on the spot where you got the shot? Like all the other fucking nincompoops? I hope uh, you did. In fact, I hope all of you got the shots and marked yourselves. You should be forced to at this point. Well, you almost wanted me to have a tattoo on myself for not having it. We were that no, close. Craig, we just wanted you to wear a little pin with a star <laughs> so we know whether you're allowed or not allowed. And don't worry about these boxcars rolling into your town. What people don't understand now is those of us on the other side, you have no idea how scary this society got for five fucking seconds, man. It was frightening. We were the other. Yes. We were the other for a minute there. And so now with people dropping the heart attacks, with the strokes, with the rapid advanced cancers, you know what? Those of us on the other side, the others, we feel sorry for you and we wish you the best. And we hope yeah. to God that you suffer the least from whatever ails you from these experimental gene therapies that you were tricked and fooled into taking. It's not your fault. We don't blame you and we don't blame the propaganda and the psychological uh, misinformation that was just, you know flooded into your mind and caused you to treat us like we were second-class citizens and we will never do it to you you know you know, you know the um just remember uh, i think people need to remember that how we how the others were treated and how now the others look at you in sympathy and with empathy seriously we really exposed who the true scum of this world was when these shots rolled out. Yeah. Looking at you, Stephen Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I, you know, and I think this, honestly, I think this is the answer to that, uh, you know, that dilemma about, like, where, if there are aliens. Oh, why, yeah. Why don't they communicate with us? Why haven't we seen them and everything? And I think this is really it, man. I think you get to a point where you just, I don't know. I think you get to a point as, a, like, Throughout time, like we've always thought we were the best we'll ever be. Not you know, or like we are we can control our realm. You know, and like the the whole like vaccine rollout and this whole the whole way we reacted to this virus was really scary at how how much of our population really believes we have the power to control something like a virus. Wow. How much and, and, and those are yes. all the same people that really, truly believe we have the power to control the climate and the way the world <laughs> changes. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's like, you people are so delusional. So delusional. You create a vaccine, that virus is going <laughs> to mutate. You know? it, yeah, it's like, when will you wake up and realize you cannot beat God? 
And what killed me is like if you were to tell like these same people, if you were to tell them the story of the the Spanish flu in 1919, they came out with a vaccine and it didn't work. It actually ended up killing everybody. They'd be like, yeah, of course. It was 1919. What the fuck did they know? What the <laughs> fuck do you know? What the fuck does Dr. Fauci know? Right? All scientists, all doctors today will be proven fools in a hundred years. You know, they're already like debunking some of uh, Einstein's theories with the, with the new telescope. So it's like you, you, you can only, li- you know, eventually. I don't know. I think you're right on the money. Uh, you think you're a genius, but you're not. Uh, you can't stop a virus. We can't stop a virus. Time- we can't even stop migrants. <laughs> it's funny. Time seems to prove all geniuses idiots. Because and- <laughs> we are. <laughs> Maybe not idiots. Creative thinkers. Uh, but it, it does seem as if we cruise along as a society and we we just start to figure things out a little bit better I, rem- and- I remember this uh religious kid that you know he was uh he was such a funny guy because he would always say these things that like you know he heard growing up and but, like it, it was they're funny and one of the things he would always say is uh you always think you're the smartest man in the room until god enters wow and, meaning like you know until something hits you like nature or so you know yeah absolutely it's, it's a great that's a great line because it's so true you think you can control you know it's like everybody that builds like you build that, uh, you know, that levee wall around New Orleans, and you think it's unbreakable, hmm. and then Katri- and then Katrina comes. You know, God entered the room. good call covid was funny in hindsight too now with the idea of oh we're gonna hunker down and beat this thing you're right on the money no if this truly is a pandemic uh only god will save you that's it you have it's no different than the asteroid coming yes (laughs) what are you gonna you can only keep on living and hope for the best (laughs) Right? Absolutely. It, but we have as a society, especially American society, we've replaced God with science. We we worship But science. even worse than that, it's like you you guys thought these fucking politicians were gonna say JB Pritzker was gonna save people of Illinois. <laughs> that fat ass can't even save his belt from breaking. He's gonna fucking save Illinois from a pandemic. <laughs> What's wild to me is liberals leading up to 2020 were hugely anti-pharma. And then all of a sudden, pharma was the god savior that was going to rescue them from this pandemic. And and the, the, you know, Christ himself was Fauci and he was throwing out the first pitch. And oh my God, he had the answer. They would trot him out. You remember the fucking questions they would ask this guy? Like... It, it was like, how do we live our life, Fauci? Tell me how I live. You know, it's like what? Fauci, I must know. <laughs> the fuck is wrong? Can I see people? my grandma on Easter? <laughs> and look, the reason why I have so much animosity still towards Tony Fauci is because that motherfucker manipulated the minds of millions of people and convinced 
everybody that they couldn't have fucking Christmas with, with certain people because they didn't take his fucking poison shots. And now these fucking shots are killing people. They're giving you strokes. It went from you can't see grandma until you get the shot to, well, you better see grandma this year. It might be your last Christmas if you took the shot. <laughs> Your heart's a ticking time bomb at this point. <laughs> and so is grandma's. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy, dude. What a I got the formula wrong for some reason. It's not breaking grandma's heart. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's giving heart attacks to young men. That's who it's killing. Uh, once again... I've said it in the 80s. I'll say it again now. Playing God is hard, Frank. <laughs> it's hard to play God. Beagles were so easy. I don't know why the human is so hard. Oh my god, dude. Fucking so evil. It's unreal. And it's... <laughs> look, I'm floored by this. This is mainstream fucking news. I just did some G Good Morning America and some BBC. They're talking strokes and heart attacks from the vaccine. This is mainstream now. It's undeniable. Yeah. It, well, not, if it's on the BBC, that means American News will be talking about it in like about a month. That's they, six weeks, four to six they weeks. They already are. Literally, it was this weekend, Good Morning America is dropping in on the stroke situation and how they're, look, they're just saying, like, oh, they're we still tiptoeing, though. You know, <laughs> it, right now it's on the shelf with the gas stoves. We don't really know. We don't really know. I, f I swear to God, we're two seconds away from the article in New York Times, like, why you're having stroke? Uh, you know, yes, you're having strokes from the vaccine, but this is why it's a good thing. And they're gonna like go through this whole thing. About how, well, you know, it's actually healthy to have strokes. You know, it's good to stress test your brain once in a while. If it's kind of yeah, like a reboot. That's right, man. If hey, thirty-two heart attack, it's the new forty-two thing. Okay, every you know, when forty-two-year-olds had heart attacks. Well, now the 32-year-olds are having it, see? And pretty soon it'll see, be I, I did. I did hear one person say it, and I haven't heard it, I haven't heard it since, but I, I, think it might, I think it might take off, man. A lot of states legalized marijuana in 2019, Ooh, 2020. all right. And, and they were trying to blame the uh, strokes and heart attacks of younger people on the fact that they legalized marijuana. Oh, there it is, people. Because it is way. a correlation. Oh, the, the marijuana with the heart attack? Oh, yeah. Three years after you legalized weed, you know, heart attacks went up. Forget about that vaccine we threw in the middle. This is a great call. What a fantastic way to muddy the uh, statistical information out there. If you listen to Neil deGrasse, it's all just objective reality and truth. <laughs> That's right. Neil deGrasse Tyson is the Ma Mandalorian. I'm telling you right now. They fucking made this guy the up. The Mandarin. Or Mandarin. Yeah, what did I say? Mandalorian? Mandalorian is uh like the little Yoda guy, right? Yeah, no, it's, the, it's the, the, uh, <laughs> Mandalorian. Yeah, you're right. Mandalorian is. Ah, oh, God, Disney Yoda. ruined Star Wars. <laughs> I really didn't think Star Wars could get worse than Jar Jar Binks, and then it got bought by Disney. <laughs> I can't believe they didn't roll all the way downhill into the pits of uh, bullshit and just create a Jar Jar Binks show. <laughs> I'm sure they tried. I would have been Spin all off. in on that. Yeah. 
I would have watched that before She-Hulk. It would have been better than She-Hulk. Probably been would have been better than the Solo movie, whatever that was. Never even saw it. I never saw the Solo movie. I didn't see any of the recent Star Wars series, and I've missed everything from... I, re- I realized I've missed like everything in Marvel. Everything. So I'm out of the loop. It's over. I'm done. Yeah, you'll never catch up now. I'm going to go see Ant-Man. I watched the oh, trailer. The preview looked fantastic. I'm very excited. And you know why it's so good? Because it has the funnier version of Laguzmo in there. <laughs> it has the best Hispanic comedian actor. You know what? I was going to say the reason I'm pretty excited about it is because they're talking about how it's going to set the stage for all these new stories. And it's, you know, they are really excited because Kang is in it. He's this new bad guy. And. Uh, I didn't read anything about BIPOC or inclusion, and I haven't seen any bullshit about that, and it, it's just a, it's just gonna be a fucking action flick, I think. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I think they're, this might be them moving, you know how I t- we talked about it, how it was like, we were seeing all the product of the shit that was being made during the peak of yes, the woke. Yes, absolutely. I, th- I think this is going to be one of the first that we see yes. that was like made post-woke. Absolutely, exactly what I was thinking. Just just yeah. from the sheer marketing of it, every element, I'm just like, wow, this is refreshing. Like, uh, there's just, you're literally just focusing on the story. Cool, this will be fun. I'm Even Emma's excited to go see it. And you hired Michael Pena, not Leguzmo. Good job. That was stuff. And one I heard it's movie. maybe not longer than two hours. God, I hope. I mean, Jesus. I. Oh, yeah, dude. 90 minutes, people. Look, 90 I, minutes. I wanted to see Avatar. It ain't happening, man. No. It, I've already been told. Emma said, no way. It's just not happening. No. <laughs> it's over. I when, it's free, it. when it's free on Amazon Prime, I'll watch it. I'll check it out. I'll check it out on my TV. It's the best I could do. I'm sorry, James. It's gonna James take me Gabriel. five times to get through it because I'm gonna fall asleep every 15 minutes. <laughs> I know. Watch it in segments. But I gotta watch it. We gotta make fun of it on the show. But like Jesus, like I cannot <laughs> go sit for three hours. I oh, can't James do Cameron, it. James Cameron, one of the best uh, directors of all time, spent nine nine billion dollars on this movie. I can't wait to shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to shit on it on my podcast with four listeners. <laughs> In fact, I may not even see it and just shit on it because I can't see it because it's so fucking long. That's going to be the best part. If, if you go back, we got 20 minutes of us shitting on it. We haven't even seen it yet. That's just from the previews. <laughs> just bringing it up has it led us into at least an hour of shitting on James Cameron himself. <laughs> I want to see it just to spite Jeff Yang of CNN because he hates how racist the movie is. That's the whole reason I'm going to see it. But uh, maybe not in the theater, unfortunately. I just can't fork up the dough. I don't have $200 to spend on a movie experience. That's number uh, one. No, no. I don't have the time for that, dude. Get, and I don't, I don't have wanna... the It's a four-hour. That's a half my day. Uh, literally. Half my day. I put on jeans, go there. Man. <laughs> Two hours in jeans. Three hours in jeans. I don't want to have to shower on a Saturday. All right? That's just yeah, one no. of my things. I sit there in my uh, you know, no underwear sweats on. Oh, yeah. No underwear sweats is the most, that's the best move. Is that the, uh, the prime level of lounging? I call it the, jo- the JP, the Joe Police. <laughs> yeah. The sweats with no underwear, you got to put a hole in it. <laughs> Dude, he comes over to make sausage. <laughs> you know he didn't shower. Oh, yeah, for sure. Shirt covered in paint. 
course. Like old dried paint. <laughs> Hair's all a mess, all dirty. No one else says one comment. Right? <laughs> right away. All right, fine, fine. Next time, I'm going to wear a button-up shirt, a tie, a suit. What do you want from me? We're here to make sausage. Like, okay, could we meet somewhere in the middle? Somewhere between the three-piece suit and the painter's outfit. <laughs> we're here to make sausage that we're going to eat. Let's start with a shower, and then yeah. uh, we'll move to clean clothes. How about instead of the uh, tuxedo or the paint-covered shirt, can we just go with a clean tee? <laughs> <laughs> clean tee. Can we set a lot of clean tee? <laughs> we'll set the bar this, real low. This is all we're asking Clean t-shirt for, and put some underwear on, please. Just... <laughs> oh, we're not even, we don't even care about the... We're not even going below the waist yet. Uh, we don't even care what's going on. Just, whatever's touching the meat that we're going to be eating in a couple months... <laughs> Right? Wash your hands and put on a fucking clean tea. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just little things. The little things, people. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, grabs gloves and offers it to him and Uncle Gah. He doesn't grab any, but Uncle God does. And you can just tell Nona was so disappointed because oh, yeah. there was only one person she was really bringing in the gloves <laughs> We all know who those gloves were truly meant for. <laughs> he was the only one that didn't get the message. The guy who just walked out of the bathroom. We all know what happens. We all know. Disgusting. Oh, that's so funny. Can we meet somewhere in the middle? <laughs> Some, somewhere between dirty clothes, no shower, and tuxedo. There's somewhere in the middle. I don't know where. I don't know what it is. Ask, but... She didn't even ask you to put on a tuxedo. She just asked for a clean t-shirt. Like, that was it, dude. You blew it so far out of proportion. <laughs> Although, I do look forward he was to... So, he was so offended that we even said anything. We didn't get her to make sausage. You, you grabbed the dirtiest shirt in your fucking laundry bin. <laughs> you didn't even pull it off the hanger. It's out of the bin. Oh, no, for sure. It's all wrinkled and fucking covered in paint. And it's from a company you haven't worked for in 10 years. <laughs> when was the last time he was painting? That's the real question. What is <laughs> that was at least four years time, ago, dude. The last time the shirt got washed. <laughs> Talking years so, here. So, so around uh, six. Uh... <laughs> look look here. If the neck hole's hanging so low I could see your nipple, it's time to wash the shirt. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a V-neck. Crew, crew neck turned into a V-neck about five years ago. Somewhere around the 2018... <laughs> It officially became a V-neck. Man, we are, believe it or not, at that magical point Uh, in time. It is truly the fastest hour in the universe. (laughs) Man. We got so much to talk about. So much still to hit. I I overclip every day. It's unbelievable. I could talk about this man's dirty clothing for another hour. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, we haven't even tapped the dirty clothing. <laughs> <laughs>